You're listening to a Corridor Business Journal podcast. This is Tom Selig. I'm a senior vice president of a bank. I used to be a lawyer. I like to make connections, and sometimes amazing things happen. That's what this podcast is about, when the magic happens. My new best friend today is Tasha Lard, who I met about a year ago, and she has become a moving force in the corridor, actually. She has a business called JD Beauty Supply. She works for the city of Iowa City. She's the leading force in the South District, and she's also formed the Black Professionals of Johnson and Lynn County. So stick around. We'll be right back. This episode of Tom's New Best Friend is brought to you by West Bank, a community bank since 1893, nationally recognized by Raymond James as a top-performing community bank. Prioritizing community, responsive to local needs. West Bank, member FDIC. I'm excited today to have Tasha Lard here with me. Uh, Tasha has been a, a moving force in the uh, diversity markets in the south side of a city and uh, lives in Cedar Rapids and has been, um, has been sort of one of my mentors, frankly, over the last year. So, Tasha, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me here. It's exciting. Well, good. Well, I don't know. Maybe we should start at the beginning. Um, uh, where did you grow up and how did you get to Eastern Iowa and Iowa City and Cedar Rapids? I grew up in Chicago, um, on the west side of Chicago, to be specific. Um, was there all my life um and then I moved here about eight years ago maybe nine years ago um at the time I'm a social worker and at the time Mayor Daly in Illinois had put on a hiring freeze where he was doing no hiring <laughs> for social workers or human service workers um and I started looking for jobs and I applied here but I also applied for the Department of Corrections in Minnesota right. um and again that is a tedious process it's a lot of back and forth and you take the test. You pass the test. You got to come back. Do the interview. You pass the interview. You got to come back. You have to do this. And about time they called me back, I had already took the job here with Goodwill, and they called me from Minnesota. It was like, oh, we would like to hire you for a correctional counselor. <laughs> it's like, okay, I've already taken another job, so I'm going to have to pass on that. And so that's how I got here. So you moved to Cedar Rapids then back when you first came? No, I lived in North Liberty. North Liberty, okay. Mm-hmm. And then you... Um, now, now, since then, uh, we'll tell you, I know you've got a JD Beauty Supply, you work with the city, besides your other things. Tell us the, the employment background, how you got from Goodwill to your current situation. Um, I worked for, I was in social work and human services for quite some time. And when you're in those fields, you get burned out, right? You experience a lot of burnout in those fields. But I, as being a black woman in the state, there weren't a lot of stores that offered hair care needs for me and my children. So oftentimes I would go all the way back to Chicago just to get hair care products and I would stock up in bulk so I wouldn't have to make that trip so often. And of course you get tired of that, right? That drive every other weekend to get those type of supplies. And I realized we didn't have it here. And so that prompted me to open a beauty supply store because I'm sure as a social worker kicked in, like you're not the only one that's experiencing this. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that there are other women who experience the same thing. So I decided to open a beauty supply store because of it. So when did you open the JD Beauty Supply? When did that store open? I it was a birthday present to myself. Uh, I was going to buy a motorcycle instead. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, going to buy me a motorcycle. Um, but then I decided to open a business instead, and so I opened it September fifth of twenty twenty in the middle of a pandemic. 
Wow. I was freaking out. And I was like, no one could go outside. How are they going to shop? <laughs> but it worked out. And you're in the Pepperwood Plaza? We got that. Yes, Pepperwood I'm Plaza. in Pepperwood Plaza. Um, and you're the end, end building there? Yes, the end, great end thing camp? about that is my building in my store is the old police substation. Yeah. And when I got the building, and I guess it was their back room, and I went in, and, of course, there was a lot of things going on at that time. George Floyd, everything was taking place. And when we, we got in the back of that room, and they had a blue lies flag matter planted on the wall, like the whole entire wall. And my children and I are standing there, and we just stood there for maybe 30 minutes, and we just sat there and was like, what, what do we do with this, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And my daughter at the time, um, she's 25 now, and she was like, I don't know what we do with this. And I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know either. And I was like, I'll, I'll just, I'll be back. <laughs> and I left and I come back and the whole wall is painted. And I'm like, where did you find paint? Yeah. <laughs> she was like, it was in the closet. I, I wasn't sure if it's going to match, but you know, I was like, uh, okay. But yeah, so it was great to. Well, I've been there. I even encourage people that when they get down to the Pepperwood Plaza, it's the NCAP building, JD Beauty Supply, and it's easy to. Easy parking, easy access. Yes, yes. It's a, it's a nice store. It's, and when I, again, I've been there three years, and it's great to be there because the community was so welcoming. And they come in, and as a social worker, I I take their vomit. Sometimes they just come in to talk. <laughs> they don't even come in to buy stuff. Right. They just come in and talk, and I'm okay with that. Now, besides that full-time job, you also work for the City of Abbott City in the Transit Department. So tell us about <laughs> That position, how you do that? Yes, I am a operations supervisor for the city of Iowa City. For I am half-half. I am parking, and I'm also transit. Um, and I do that full-time as well. So it's sort of a busy day. You, you get up, you come, 11 Sierra, you get here about, you said, 8 maybe, or leave, or leave at 8? No, my first meeting sometimes is 8 o'clock in the morning here. In, 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 in the I, south side? Yeah. And then, yep. then you go over to the city at one thirty or so, you said? Yep, I'm there at one one thirty. Then you work late. Yep, I get off at 10.45, and then I head home, and I come back and do it all over again. <laughs> I get tired hearing this story. <laughs> I have my days. Like, I do nothing on the weekends. Like, the weekends are mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't do any work. I don't look at emails. I don't do any of that on the weekends because they belong to me. Sure. Um, oftentimes, I sleep. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I, can, I can relate to that. <laughs> That's when I sleep is on weekends because I know Monday through Friday I'm extremely busy. Well, tell me about your family. I know you have four children. Uh, yes. Are they around here? What's what's the story there, briefly? So I have four children. My oldest is 24. Um, Jada is my oldest. I had her at 16. Wow. Um, my and, and it was a baby having a baby, so I didn't know what I was doing. Sure. But I think I did okay because she you just know, graduated college in December with her bachelor's in public relations. Congratulations. And got engaged the same day. You're kidding. Yes, she did. So I was like, I guess I didn't do too bad to be a 16-year-old parent. Yeah. Um, and then I have an 18-year-old who graduated high school last year. Um, and I have a 14-year-old, a 15-year-old, and a 13-year-old who just started his first business. Uh, he and I started it together. It's called ARMS, uh, which is an acronym for um, all of his conditions, um, which is he has arthritis, um, mm. arthritis, Raynaud's disease, misconnective tissue disease, and Chargon's disease. Wow. So he just started his first business, which we're excited about. Uh, the University of Iowa, be, we will be their vendors um, and, other, and for the, community, the LGBTQ community, uh, is, which he's a part of. Well, good. Congratulations. So you're busy. You've got <laughs> you have JDB supply, you have the city thing, and you've got children. Yes. 
Yeah. Well, yes. Congratulations. Well, let's go back. Um, when we first met, I guess we, I, we talked about this briefly. I went to the ICAD annual meeting, and they gave out these awards mm-hmm. for entrepreneurs in the community, and you were one of the award winners, right? That's yes. where this started, right? Yep. And yep. then you were friends with Angie Jordan, who is now the South District Schmid Executive Director. You met Marlene Mendoza along the way there, mm-hmm. right? And then um, I heard about the three of you, so I drove down one day to J.D. Beauty Supply. And I wanted to meet these people. I thought, what am I doing here? I hadn't been there for a long time, you know. I'm an old Iowa, old guy. And um, you and Angie were there, and you were very charming and friendly and made a difference in my life. You've been very, very nice to me, helping me understand the issues and broadening my horizons. So... So that's that's how you and then the three of you sort of started the diversity markets. Tell us about that. Not everybody knows about that. Yep. How you started what you did last year and the plans for this year. Yep. So the first year that the diversity market was created, it was created in part of our it was a talking point for our SMID, uh, self support and municipal improvement district. Um, and so we wanted to show everyone what was we were capable of doing and what can happen in the South District. So we created the diversity market. The diversity market I named it Diversity Market again because our side of town is very diverse, right? We're mm-hmm. not selling, we're not farmers, we're not selling fruits and vegetables, so we can't say it's a farmer's market. We are serving, we're selling everything other than that. Uh, and again, the community is very diverse. So I decided to name it Diversity Market, and they agreed. It was like, oh, that's a great name. And it kind of stuck, <laughs> right? And so the first one was in Dream City in the parking lot. We reached out to Fred Newell, and he said yes which we were so appreciative of. And we just opened it up and did it in their parking lot. It was a pilot. We were hopeful and was like, let's see what happens with this. And it turned out to be amazing. We had 25 vendors at that time. Um, Fast forward three years today, we have over 60 vendors um, with a wait list. We have nonprofits that's a part of it. So it has grown a lot. So again, to help people with location, this is in the Pepperwood Plaza so, parking lot. I call it. is that you call that? It's by the, sort of close to the post office, right? Yes, it, it's in the big and it's open to anybody. Anybody wants to come down there. Mm-hmm. And so when you come to the diversity market, it is in Pepperwood Plaza, uh, where the post office is currently in Old Slumberland. Um, right. So it's in that parking lot, which is now the South South District Market. Right. Um, so it is in that parking lot. Everyone's free to come out to shop to support those the local vendors. Um, get some great food, buy some custom jewelry, get some clothes. So there's something for everyone that comes. But we also have events for families, right? We have stuff for the kids to come out. We have face painting last year, and we're hopeful that we can get that again this year. A bouncy house for the kids the first year. We didn't have a bouncy house the second year, but we'll, we're trying to get one for this year. And we have so music too, right? We have music. So that's second last year we didn't, but now we have an entertainment coordinator so that we have music. We have all these great things so everyone could come out and enjoy it. Yeah. Again, I've uh, I went down several times last year, and it was interesting to be there. I mean, a lot of people, you know, bought some things. It's just an experience. So last year was pretty ambitious. Tell us about your plans this year for diversity markets, uh, when it starts and what at the time that your plans. So this year is is a shorter time. Last year we kind of we did a lot. <laughs> it was long. It was long days and long a long summer. We decided to shorten it. We decided to shorten the time and shorten the days. Um, we will start July 8th is our first one as opposed to June of last year was sure. the first one. So we shortened the time um, 
and it will it'll start at, at at one, I believe. Yeah. Um, but it's still the same, but time is just shorter. Right. Again, I would encourage people just to mark it in your calendar. It's on Saturday. It's pretty simple. Yep. It's every Saturday, like at least for seven Saturdays, at least in the afternoon. It'll probably go to six or soon, I assume. Yep. But, but it's just an experience to meet people and and provide support to the South District. Yes, and it's, and it's, again, it's, it's about supporting the local uh, business owners and the local entrepreneurs that don't have a brick and mortar, right? right. And some of them really want to just test to see if they're ready to actually take the next step. So this is a test for them, for themselves as well. Yeah. Well, it's it's a remarkable story. Now let's talk about the, well, I guess we call it the Schmid. You mentioned them in to go, uh, that started, I think, in July. Then you're sort of the, you're somebody. So tell us what your role <laughs> in the Schmid is and Angie and how that all works right now. Yep. So Angie Jordan is the executive director for the Schmid. Uh, and I am the chair for the, uh, the board of directors for the Schmid. And so... We came together to create this together. Uh, even all three of us did that as well. Uh, we spearheaded that together to create that for the South District because we realized that we wanted a business district in our area. We wanted our community to be able to go out and shop and support other businesses to grow that community. So we were trained and taught and educated, and, and we, we moved forward to have it for our, for the South District, which is now south of six. And so the, the concept is the people own land down there had to vote to tax themselves yes right to create this fund mm -hmm. which you then you use to hire Angie and do things these events right. and so it's 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 a self-supporting district people right. they voted it in right yep it's a self-tax and yeah. what that self-tax is is they self-tax and with that money that extra money that comes in we're able to create events build a community create projects to, to show that this 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 community is vibrant is is growing and so that money goes towards that yeah well and you have five years to we got five years to prove ourselves, prove ourselves and they have to vote again <laughs> but i would encourage people to go it's just uh and if you haven't been down there you have to you say go once if you have a chance to meet with tasha or angie or marlene they're just very nice friendly people and will make you feel very comfortable and you you know you sort of feel like you're you're making a difference now you're doing other things in the south district you're doing some lunches tell us What's going on down there? Lots of things are going on. There's a lot of things going on in the South District. We just had our first Lunch and Learn um, by Mendoza Consulting. Uh, she spearheaded that, which is Marlene Mendoza. She spearheaded that. So we have the Lunch and Learns, um, which was great. And so this is something that's going to happen often. This was just the, the first one, and we're going to continue to do those as well. Well, no, that's it's impressive. It, it really, I know you've had support, too, and I hope yeah, to, we've had great hope to help, support. help myself down there, too. Yeah. So. And then for me, um, I have the event, the Black Professionals that I've created, the Black Professionals of Johnson County and Leon County. And so those have been amazing. Uh, it's creating a, a, a line between so they can connect. Well, right? slow down. Wait, yeah, so everybody understands what goes on here. You have four children, <laughs> at least two, young, two, two teenagers, right? You, you drive down from Cedar Rapids, you run to JDB Supply, and then you um, work at the city. Mm -hmm. Then in your spare time, you create the Black Professionals of Johnson Lane County, which is a new organization, right? Yes. And you just made this up by yourself. I have a partner that he, <laughs> he and I created this together. <laughs> and so what that, you know, what that entails is creating space uh, for the Black Professionals in those counties to get together, come together, and get to know each other and kind of build with each other um, because there are times we were not able to do that. And so creating those opportunities for each other is something that I felt was needed. And again, I'll go back to the social work part of me. It's always 
I see things that are in need, and I just move forward to try to create it. And this is the goal is bring together Johnson and Lynn County people, right? That's yep. part of your motivation? Yep. So I feel like we're too far, we're too close. Those cities are too close to be so far divided. There's no way that I should have not known a lot of those agencies or companies just because they're in Cedar Rapids and I'm mostly in Iowa City. Right. So for me, it's let's get together and meet each other and find out. Because I've met some amazing people that come to these events from Cedar Rapids I, and vice versa. Some of the people I've never even known, but they come and they participate and, and then they bring more people, which is amazing. So briefly uh, review what some things you've done. This is this is only this is about like three months ago you did this, right? The first one was in November, which was just a meet and greet. Everyone right. came out. That was in Johnson County. Yes, that was in yep. Johnson County. Uh, it was at Dream City. It was um, I had thirty five guests. Everyone just came out. Food was catered. Uh, every, everything was catered. We just talked, met, chatted, got to know each other. And then the second one was in Lind County, which is at the the library, Cedar Rapids Public Library. Great turnout, met some new people. They get to meet new people that they've never met before. And then the third one was the murder mystery dinner that took place in Iowa City. Um, <laughs> well, we just, that's amazing. Sure, that was in Public Space One, right? in Public Space One. And Mayor Teague was involved? Mayor Teague was the, we murdered Mayor Teague. Mayor Teague. He died. <laughs> he died. <laughs> he died. Um, and my son killed him, surprising. Yeah. I was. I don't know what this kid was thinking. <laughs> Um, but he killed him because Mayor Teague wouldn't let me sit on city council. How dare he? <laughs> um, but it was a great turnout. The city was very supportive. Um, we had the Iowa City Police Department. They came and questioned all the suspects because we were all suspects. Um, and then Johnson County Area Ambulance Service actually came out to remove the body of Mayor Teague. So they carried the mayor out. They carried him out on a stretcher. They covered him up with a sheet. And we were all trying to figure out who did this. <laughs> well, besides, we also had a dinner. Right? This was a fun deal, <laughs> yep, right? You had, had dinner for everybody? Yep. There was a dinner served. It was catered again. Um, and the catering company was um, Selena's Creations. So dinner was served. It was created. And it was nice. It was a nice turnout. And Selena's a South District person, isn't she? Yes, she is. Yeah. Now, what you have, think you have a bowling challenge coming up now? So the next one, which is next month, is bowling. Bowling? Uh, <laughs> it, is, it is Lynn County versus Johnson County, and we want to know who's going to take this trophy home. You got a trophy? I have a trophy. Someone's going to take this trophy home. There's a lot of bragging going oh, on right now. this is important. Yeah, this you could know? be, yeah. It's this, a lot of bragging. Yeah. And, you know, we have people, I am the best at this. Well, we shall see. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations. I know that takes some energy, and obviously you've built some momentum. Yes. And you've made relationships, and that, that can build. It's, it's great for the community. I, yeah. I admire you for this. It's community building, yeah. and that's what it is, creating communities and building them and and helping them stay strong. Right. Now, we use the term dream city. That's a, a building, right? I mean, I've been there. It's, uh, is that Southgate? Yes, it's on Southgate. So you just, if you go off a Highway 6 bypass, you turn south on Southgate on down there about, I don't know, quarter of a mile. There's a, there's a building, right? Mm -hmm. Right and, on the corner. And you call it dream city. Mm -hmm. Is there a science that says dream city? Yeah. Yeah. It's right on the corner. Yeah, right on the corner. Yep. And it's, this, it's, also, it's also a church as well. Church as well, yep. There's a, a meeting room there. So mm -hmm. uh, when they use the term Dream City, it's, uh, it's, it's there. And there'll, there'll be events there. It's yep. easy to get to, very convenient. Yep. Um, Fred Newell is down there, too. He helps run the church. And yep. these are all very friendly people, yep. very welcoming. I can, I can encourage people that if they go there, it will, yeah. So yeah. a lot of the events happen. And for me, I always say everything starts at home. Yeah. Um, and so we'll start there. And sometimes we outgrow the space. 
and often, sometimes we don't. And if it doesn't, we remain there. But if it does, then we find other places. And, and Fred is also a part of our team. Sure. Um, Angie Jordan, Marlene Mendoza, Fred Newell, and myself, we're a team. Yeah. And so we always run things by each other and help each other as much as we can. Great. Well, back on the South District, um, it's, you call it South of Six now? Do you have a, you have a, a brand? Do you have a name? That is our brand now, South, South of, of Six. Six. Yeah. Yes. And we, we worked on that for a while uh, with the Smith because we got tired of saying, you know, the Smith. <laughs> because yeah. when we say it, people are often like, oh, what is the Smith? And we're like, oh, okay, I got to educate all over again. Right. So we just want to say South of Six. Right. Visit South of Six. There are some amazing things happening to South of Six. Yeah. Well, anyway, I guess you can follow them. On, I, I follow them on Facebook, I guess, right? There's a yep. Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And if you... Uh, um, like them and become um, a member of their of their page, all these things are announced. Yeah. And there's things going on. Let me clear. There are lots of things going on of, of interest too. Yes. As we go along here, especially with spring coming in summer, yep. it's a good time to follow up on this. We're working on a lot of events. Yeah. Last year was the first e- year that we had the movie in the parking lot is what I called it. Oh, yeah. And uh, we had a movie and it was a great movie and I allowed people to either come like a drive-in or bring your lawn chairs. Right. And we had food trucks out so that people can get food and watch a great movie. Yeah. And, and it never rains, right? It did not rain. <laughs> right. It did not rain. It's very hopeful. <laughs> it was a great turnout. It was a great movie. Well, good. Well, this, uh, it's going to be an exciting summer. I mean, I, again, I want to encourage people to keep track of all this. And um, diversity markets are the easiest thing to do because you know when it's going to be. It's going to be on a Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. But if, you can, uh, if you're a Facebook person, you can... Yeah, find the Facebook for South District, and the, there's lots going on. Yep. And also, the Diversity Market has its own Facebook page oh, as well. Um, it shows you what's taking place. It, last year, we were able to highlight like the vendors who were a part of the Diversity Market and what they sold. So we'll probably be doing the same thing again this year. But if you can follow the, the, the Diversity Market Facebook page, you'll get some great information. Oh, great. Well, thanks for being my guest. This has been fun and educational. I knew some of this information, but I know a lot more now. So, <laughs> Thank you for having again, me. Again, Tasha Lard is uh, a moving force here, and um, uh, besides being sort of busy, she's a, a very kind person. I mean that sincerely. So Thank thanks you. for being my guest, and um, I'll see you at the Diversity Markets in a, in a Dream City. I look forward to it. Thanks. <laughs> Tom's New Best Friend is brought to you by West Bank. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at CB Journal.